0: This is Radio Sustain, a journal of fair trade, resilient rural communities, safe food, and a healthy environment. Brought to you by IATP, the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy. This edition of Radio Sustain is for November 13th, 2006. I'm Tyson Acker in Minneapolis. Today on the program, we talk with Peter Barnes about fighting to save the commons. Ben Lilliston talks with a representative of health and consumer groups from Thailand about a pending free trade agreement between Thailand and the U.S. But first, Rod Leonard describes the transfer of responsibility for health inspections from the USDA to the meat and poultry industry.
1: of us, conditions in meat and poultry plants have been something we just as soon not know. While there have been major improvements since Upton Sinclair's turn-of-the-century book, The Jungle, a hundred years later US meat inspection is still going through a period of transition. Unfortunately, that reform has gone backwards in recent years, transferring more and more power from government meat inspectors to the food companies. Last month, the USDA held a public hearing on a new inspection system it hopes to roll out next year. To learn more, we talked with Rod Leonard, president of the Community Nutrition Institute and IATP board member.
2: The um, Department of Agriculture is developing what they call a new inspection program called Risk-Based Inspection. The uh, hearing was uh, to um, give citizens, uh, company officials, anybody who wanted to, to be there, an opportunity to discuss our, the risk-based inspection system and give their views of it. The meeting was very, very interesting because the uh, department's effort to define risk-based inspection left everybody who was there uh, puzzled as to what it was that they were talking about. The idea is that um, the department will rely on information that is in a data warehouse They didn't describe the data warehouse, they didn't describe uh, what data they're talking about. They will uh, mine the data and from that extract information that will guide them to uh, problem plants, problem areas that uh, uh, require more attention. Because there's a system in place that already operates on a risk basis. It's pretty clear that what uh, the intention of the new system is to reduce the presence of federal inspectors in plants. And that ties in with uh, what has been a long-term project that the Department has followed since uh, the early, early 1990s to deregulate meat and poultry inspection, to deregulate the uh, protections that Congress uh, adopted uh, almost 100 years ago.
1: Well, is there anything that citizens or citizen groups can do to have input into this process as this risk-based inspection system goes forward? Is there a, uh, also a timeline for the, for the inspection
2: system? The Undersecretary of Agriculture for Food Safety made it pretty clear at the meeting that he wanted to implement this uh, within the next two years. He had given an interview in the Wall Street Journal last November in which he said that uh, risk-based inspection had to be implemented before Bush's term as president ended. Uh, He never explained why it was important from a standpoint of improved food safety. Uh, This is obviously a political decision that has been made to turn over inspection to, uh, uh, to the industry. You know, it'll end up the Department of Agriculture will tell the public that uh, they think that uh, the food that they're eating is safe, but they you know are not able to really uh, confirm that judgment.
3: I
0: For more information about food safety issues, visit agobservatory.org.
1: Can't regret my big sin, though I acted the fool. My double become real has been. Many believe that there are some areas of the world that are simply not meant to be owned. Things like the sky, the air, water. Nature and language are often described as the commons, something that belongs to all of us. In a new book, Capitalism 3.0, Peter Barnes explores the role of the commons within our system of economic capitalism. We sat down with the co founder of Working Assets to
4: discuss his new book. Capitalism, as we know it, has run amok. Basically, it's dominated by profit maximizing corporations who run around the world gobbling up what's left of the commons by extracting from it, dumping wastes into it, privatizing it, in general, shrinking and destroying what are our shared gifts. And what we need to do now in the 21st century before we have a massive tragedy of many commons is, is to identify and protect all these shared gifts that are being destroyed and preserve them in a variety of ways not just for ourselves but for future generations and even for other species with whom we share the planet.
1: Are there some examples that you could give of where people are already trying to protect the commons or set up systems to, to do that?
4: Yes, there are a lot of um, mostly local examples, uh, one, for example, where I live in California is the Marin Agricultural Land Trust, which buys up from private farmers the development rights. So the farmers who live adjacent to a large metropolitan area uh, and who might otherwise be tempted to sell their land for development uh, can stay in Farming and the land remains in farming uh, in perpetuity. The, the, the development rights are held in trust. Um, another example, again in California, is something called the Pacific Forest Trust, which does the, an analogous thing with privately owned uh, forest land. It, it buys conservation easements which allow the landowner to continue to do logging, but it has to be on a sustainable basis and they can't clear cut and they can't sell the land for development. So you have a nice mixture there of continued private ownership, but the, the common interest, which is preservation of an ecosystem, is, is held in trust for future generations. And what I argue in the book is that these models uh, need to be hugely scaled up, ultimately to a global level, if if we're going to protect all the commons that need to be protected. Peter,
1: where can people find your book?
4: Well, my book is available two ways. One is the usual way at bookstores or online at uh, places like Amazon.com. The other way is for free. You can actually download a... PDF version of the book from onthecommons.org. It's free. Great. Thanks very much.
1: The U.S. and Thailand are deep into negotiations over a new free trade agreement, or FTA. A U.S.-Thai FTA would be very good for U.S. drug companies, particularly those producing AIDS drugs. Thailand is currently able to produce generic versions of many AIDS drugs on its own. A new trade deal with the U.S. would give U.S. drug companies patent control over all AIDS drugs in Thailand. The result could be skyrocketing drug prices. Thai health and consumer groups are touring the U.S. to educate Americans about the proposed trade deal. As she passed through town, we spoke with Dr. Jiraporn Lamanat, professor of Chulalongkorn University in Thailand.
3: These uh, Thai people, they can earn only $5 per day. It's really clear that even now. We still face the big problem in 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 healthcare system. We want to pass the the, the information to the American people in order to monitor your government also not to use the trade policy in order that to undermine uh, our people, especially on the 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 issue of health because it's the human right in order that they can have uh, uh, the draft.
1: In addition to lobbying uh, and talking and trying to get a message out to American citizens, what are you trying to do in the actual U.S.-Thai trade agreement? What are your goals with the negotiations? Uh,
3: From my study, we analyzed that the U.S.-Thai FTA have very, very serious impact for our people not only for the access to medicine and as well as to the the farmers to and all the, the consumers. Therefore our goal is that we want to stop Thai US FTA. If it cannot be stopped we want to Get rid of the intellectual property chapter out of the Thai U.S. FTA.
0: For more information on the educational campaign about the U.S. Thai FTA, visit EngageTheWorld.org. Radio Sustain is a project of IATP, the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy. Find us on the web at IATP.org. Radio Sustain is produced by Ben Lilliston. Our editor is Matthew Foster. Today's music was Tall Fiddler by Deo. Ophelia's song. By Pan and Someone Turning by Arctic. I'm Tyson Acker. Thanks for listening.